right, this is a special episode of the Heartland Pod for July 4th, 2022. Uh, after the early part of this, I'm going to st- uh, replay something we did last year with the Mount Rushmore. So if you want to stick around for something fun, if you're driving a long way, the Mount Rushmore can take you there. That's super fun. Yeah. I have Rachel Parker with me. We're sitting in my basement. Happy 4th of July, Happy everybody. Fourth. What yeah. a weird 4th it is. It is. Let's not pretend like it isn't. It's super strange. It is a weird 4th. It's really weird. I don't, I mean, I can't recall. I mean, I'm 37. I don't remember 4th of July where I felt like. I don't know. Conflicted. This shook. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm still excited to celebrate the fourth and all that stuff, but like, it definitely feels different this year. Well, I mean, I think it's you'd have to be willfully oblivious to not notice what happened to what I would call the common law last week. Like it was just <laughs> basically like so much of the common law was rewritten by, and not even nine people, really six people, six people yeah. who sit above impunity in a sense. Like it's they, 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 they can be, you know impugned but it's very difficult and so we i think everybody just kind of i mean you we've all discussed this before in our circles but that you know basically the way the constitution is structured is that there are these justices that are as close to kings as we will that we have in our system of government that's right the senate is bad enough but the senate it's it's certainly difficult to get rid of them but it's doable right it's doable it's not it's not easy well we get a chance every six years Correct. Right. We we actually have yes. that opportunity. And it gets not it's you know, not a straightforward pro like I we can't get rid of Mitch McConnell. Like it's it's very hard, but like there is a process for it. Right. And, you know, we're looking at Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and uh and they're these they're young. It's like healthy looking fifty five year old. Healthy looking middle aged people that look like me. Great yeah. Great health care. Yeah, with awesome health care and uh <laughs> No transparency into right. how they work until they just hand down decisions that say the EPA doesn't have any jurisdiction over clean air anymore. Right. right. And that New York can't write its own gun regulations. But states can decide to outlaw abortion. It's so that's f- fine. Seems to be one of the few things they can do. Yeah. One of the things one of the few things so left I think, on the table. Like it's it's a I I'm not a particularly jingoistic person. Listen, I'm a sucker for any level of fanfare. If there's food Sure. And things that blow up in the sky. That's that's this weekend. That's and what friends, we're I'm gonna go. I, we, you know, like Christmas to me is a pagan holiday where there's food <laughs> and presents and an excuse to hang out and watch movies all day and drink with my family and my friends. So yeah, uh, but I don't. Um, it's it's hard to feel like this is the land of the free right now because it right. isn't. It's not. Right. It's not. It just isn't. And the reason we're talking about. That a obviously that's what's going on, but b uh, Rachel is here. Uh, I'm in Rachel yes. is in Warrensburg. Uh, Elliot is here with her. We have spent more than 24 hours now. Yes, together. Yes. Uh, we went to a rally today here in Warrensburg, in my town. And this is why uh, I came up here a little bit early. Yeah, that's why Rachel was coming up to celebrate the fourth with us. We do a big thing. It's kind of a it's second Christmas uh, yeah. in, in our and world. I, and I heard when I when I discussed it with Adam last year, I had like. <laughs> Just like pathetic FOMO, like <laughs> ridiculous FOMO. And I was like, I saw the pictures of the brisket. Yeah. I heard about the fireworks yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. And I was like, if we can go somewhere next year, <laughs> guess where I'm going? I'm going to stay at your house. It, it, it sounds insane. But like I, one of the like top five reasons I wanted to always live in the county instead of the city limits was for 4th of July. So you could blow up Specifically for 4th of July. Yeah. yeah. And, uh. 
and you know, I'm a sucker for I'm a sucker for fun. So it's gonna be it's a good not, time. Yeah. Yeah. So we spent the day preparing and uh, smoking meats and going to a, a rally for abortion rights here in Warrensburg, where a hundred people at least showed up. Um, I think with the coming and going, I'm sure it was over that. Yeah, I think I think at its densest point, it was probably close. Definitely, definitely over seventy five people. Oh yeah, no question. Um, and uh, and this is a town of how many? Uh, yeah, it's a little over twenty thousand range. So think yeah. about like the amount. Let's that's fifty five thousand in the county. Yeah, right. So um, I talked to. Well, you'll you'll hear it um, just in a few minutes. Uh, yeah, we recorded while we were there. Yeah, we got a chance to. Jess Piper um, came came I, I guess down and over. Yeah, a little down, mostly down. Yeah. And uh, so she got to see some people and talk to folks. And the sense that I got from people was this this was a uh, galvanizing experience. There yes. were a lot of folks there where it was definitely not their first rodeo, for sure. Yeah. But there were a lot of other people that were just like, how do you do this right. protest thing? Well, my wife, my, like, my, yes. my wife, Amanda, um, she was, we all went together. My kids went. Uh, it was a family thing. And it's the first time. She's done something like this, the first, and obviously for my kids, it's the first time. So it was neat to see that, but still not necessarily something that I wish we had to do with them, you know, not to force it, I guess. Well, I think, like, whenever you are any kind of an advocate, however you define that, there's always this line that you're walking between. You have to stay motivated. Yeah. And the only one of the ways that it helps to stay motivated is when you are with like-minded people who are looking for ways to channel their outrage in positive and productive ways. Yeah. Solidarity. Solidarity is very important. And one of the things I, th- I think, I think I said this while we were recording at the actual protest, but I can't remember was that I was expecting some, I don't know, friction with the community. Yeah. yeah. I was expecting to see maybe a counter protest. Yeah. I was expecting to get some harassment um, from drivers by there was nothing there was there was I think there was one person yeah that's right yeah and uh and every and, and contrast that with an outpouring of yeah. solidarity from people driving by and again like dozens let's, of vehicles went by yeah, on this honking and waving and one yeah. person stopped and and I think it, I think I said this it actually. rained all morning a lot and it was like it was kind of just a slow Saturday afternoon and there was Dozens of cars that went by and still all those people that showed up. Yeah, someone stopped in the middle of the street and yeah, screamed impeach Thomas out of his car. Yeah. And let's 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 just remind ourselves where we are. Right. We're not in mid county St. Louis or downtown no. St. Louis or downtown Kansas City. We're we're in Warrensburg, yeah, Missouri. We're in West Central Missouri. Yeah. We so Impeach Thomas came miles out of away yeah. from Impeach Thomas. Yeah. Um exactly. so uh yeah, it's been a very challenging week for so many people. Yeah. Um, the news that we're going to be getting about um, sexual assault victims, uh, women unable to get mm-hmm. uh, healthcare access and so forth, it's it's going to get, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that we are experiencing a sort of war at this point. Yeah, there's a really slow trickle of stories, but I think that trickle is going to turn it's, into a it's full have waterfall. To. And so I think if we don't at least, you know, everybody has to do what they think they need to do, right? right. If every, I don't think there is a right. I, I don't think there's a right or a, wa- a wrong way to be an activist because you ultimately have to lean into the part of, you have to lean into something that feels most natural to you. And the only wrong up. way I can, I can think of is to just be a Twitter person. Like if, there's, if the only thing you're doing is tweeting, 
that I would say is I'm not saying that's it's not wrong. Act, that's not, it's activism. not activism. That's right. right. It's that's just right. Twitter. It's just Twitter. And, you know, we use Twitter a lot for our yeah, stuff because it's how we promote our content. So it's, an, it's a really good way to connect with people and communicate right. with a lot of people for sure. at once. It's a, yes. But if you think that you're changing things with Twitter, that's right. That's right. Like that's you're right. probably not. That's right. And likewise, I mean, it's it's a it's a pie, right? right? Like there's all kinds of, and we are at the beginning of what is going to be an extremely onerous, challenging, mm-hmm. painful um, uh, process. And it's not. This is a real look in the mirror, like a real one. When you turn the lights on and you don't suck it in. And, like, and there's going to be more. I yeah. mean, there's going to be more decisions. And, you know, there. I feel like, you know, the I've heard. Um, some experts on the court say about the court say that, and whether you know, I, I certainly heart, heartily disagree with this um, sentiment in terms of like why the court is behaving the way that it is. But there's no question that this is revenge against the actions of the court of the 1960s and early 1970s. Yeah, um, it fits neatly into the. We've talked about it in you know different formats. Uh, it's it's the Democracy in Chains book. It's the Coke money. It's the this, Federalist Society. The Federalist nonsense. Society, yeah, right. absolutely. It, it, it's all that thread of these, like, very pro-business, anti-regulation, and largely religious billionaire, like, massive billionaires who have pumped mo- all this money into the think tanks and the society and just putting it all in one place and creating this giant thread made out of money that goes between all of them to create this linear, you know, when you, a lot of people are starting to figure out the whole, like, Oh, the GOP has been really working in unison and lockstep toward these like very narrow specific goals. And that's what all of this is. And in such a targeted way. Because when you and I, I, I really, Adam knows this. You know this, but um, and Elliot's here, and he he's heard me say this many, many times that I really reject the um, we have to learn from the Republicans. Sort of like right. we have to play from their playbook. We have to they play the long game. Blah blah. Like, listen, it's 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 not that hard to be a spear. Yeah, it's really not. You just have to keep throwing the stupid thing. Right. And the demo that what the. Such, such the Democratic Party, such as it is, is as problematic as it is, has been the has become the default home of anybody to the left of batshit. That's at this point, yeah. So, so we are this phenomenally big tent, and our ideas of what goals are are very different than yeah. We're going to take a saw, and we're just going to spend the next the next two congressional cycles. Sawing gently, sawing the leg of the stool, the chair, whatever, so much that nobody notices how weak right. the leg is, and then we're going to go in another one, and we're not going to take it off. We're just going to keep sawing, and then we're going to go in another one. Mm-hmm. And before these people know it, the the whole thing's just going to slip out from underneath them. That's right. And that's just not what progressives do. No, progressives try to make shit. Right. We don't try to destroy things. Right. We try to make things, right. and so it's a different goal. It's a different, it's a different set of goals. It's a different set of objectives. Um, and I was talking to a bunch of people today about That's this. Very well put. Thank you. And because you see it happening, yeah. I mean, it happened with. I mean, just don't. We were talking about this in the car on the way to the protest. That like, how many of the justices that we are talking about right now were appointed by a man whose last name was Bush? Several. So three of the six. Yes, three of the six yeah. were appointed by two men named Bush. Yep. 
And it would be four, except one died. Right. Um, and I think the other one retired. Right. Like yeah. it's absurd how much how much uh, how much influence the Bush dynasty has had on the Supreme Court. So that's all they wanted. Right. They didn't want anything else. Yes. That's right. They really didn't want anything that's else. Right. And there's some nuance there. And you could say, well, if Scalia were alive, I don't think he would have written this. Whatever. Um, but I really want to. Which is what I did say earlier, which is you why did. she did that. Yeah. That's very did, funny. You did tell me that. It was very interesting. <laughs> it was very interesting. Because we drove by where um, Adam went to undergrad. Yeah. And uh, you talked about. Or law school. Sorry, law undergrad, school. Undergrad. Undergrad. Yeah. Undergrad. And you talked about a dinner you went to where you met Scalia. And yeah. Kind of pressed him a little bit, which is a whole other story that you should. Yeah, it's a whole should, other thing. You should totally do like an opening statement about this one because it's pretty. It's a pretty <laughs> fascinating story. Um, Adam giving shit to the late Justice Scalia is is, is pretty awesome. Uh, but I, you know, I don't know that there's all kinds of hot takes. This is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I'll stop. I'll I'll, I'll go here. Um, speaking of Twitter and speaking of where everyone's heart is right now, um, a lot of hot takes. Yeah, a lot of hot takes out there right now. Hella hot takes, I'll say. <laughs> and um could be a segment. I've seen a lot of very kind people. I feel like Crystal Quaid said this. Um, some St. Louis activists I respect a lot said this. It's okay for you to live your life right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a traumatic time, but it's okay to live your life. And you have to find ways to take a step back, take a deep breath, regroup, because you're not going to solve everything by yourself. That's right. And it's going to take us some time to uh, strategize and dig in our heels. And you're also allowed to be furious That's right. and angry and hurt and full of rage and frustrated that um, these power structures very rarely work in the favor of most people. Yeah. Um, it's, it, our system of government is set up to prevent people. It's to prevent populism. Yeah. It really is. The whole yeah. thing is set up to stop common people from taking power. That's how the Constitution was written. Yeah. It was. It, it's. It's a democracy in quotes. Right. It's you know. So it's it's okay to be pissed off at all of that. But you, if you find yourself like enjoying yourself this weekend, or yeah, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be on the fourth. Yeah, on the fourth. Um, Have a good time today. Enjoy yeah, the people yeah. around you today. And when you go to protest marches, when you go to rallies. Um, if you feel yourself smiling because some of the signs are so clever so and clever. amazing, yeah. and if you feel yourself getting moved by the presence of families, and like there were two little girls, I can't remember what they were. They were leading the I think chant, they were getting, My Body, like, My hey, Choice. Hey, ho, oh, My Body, yeah. My Choice. That's right. So a little three, two tiny little girls. Yeah, they were probably five, six. Yeah, like, my they were body, young. my like little baby things. We couldn't, I couldn't, you couldn't hear them on the mics. I know you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I found myself like smiling because right. it was awesome because they're right. They're saying they're speaking the truth, and so yeah. Yeah, I'm and not. By a, the way, in five or six years, yeah, that could be a story. That's right. I mean, and that's that's what's so that's important what's about so it. important about it. People and go, so, well, why should kids be there? It's like, what are you talking about? Kids are going to be pregnant. Kids are going to be having four spurs kids are going to be there and it's also like it's their world they have to learn we're in a place right now where it's extremely valuable i love people say that when they're like well i wouldn't have brought my children like well black folks did during the civil rights movement they brought children and their kids learned reality yeah they brought children to protest because they wanted their children to see how to make the world a safer and better place for them their communities that is important um right today my seven-year-old son stood with i don't know 65, 70% women in that crowd. 
and watch women lead that of crowd. Of all ages, too. Yeah, of all ages. Like yeah. older women, all the way down to college students, high school we, students. We talk about it in the in the main part of the recording coming up here. The cross-section that was at this event in this small town Very that small is town. a reasonably yeah. rural area. I mean, we're in my backyard. We're sitting... Right now, we're 200 yards from a cornfield. Like, <laughs> it's it's a fairly rural area. We're, we're definitely rural uh, Missouri. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I say this, uh, I think I said this uh, when we were at the protest, that um, I, I've said this also on the podcast a lot, that, like, it's the reason that gun control is so incredibly difficult is because when pe- you, c- it is incredibly hard as, as dysfunctional and sort of um, stacked against us as our democracy is, it's it's still it still is one right for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a weakened one for sure. Um, and in a democracy, it's real hard. That's why austerity fails. Right. It's very difficult to take things away from people. Yes. As soon as you feel entitled to this thing, and if they like, if they say tomorrow. Yeah, to, be, to me, this is t- it's 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 crueler in a sense. Maybe not, but it would be tantamount to taking away Social Security. Right. We're we're just going to get rid of Social Security entirely, like the system. I mean, as it is, it should be much. It should be much more. Right. If the like, Supreme Court made a ruling, and f- yes, they could. And twenty three states had a law in the books. Yeah. That said, if the Supreme Court says that we cut off state yeah. funding too, and they want to, don't get it twisted. They two want weeks to. later, fifteen yeah. percent of society was suddenly penniless. Right. And because that's what happened. Right. Um, so it's something that cataclysmic, um, everybody would lose justifiably. So yeah, lose their minds. So that's what just happened. Only it's more violent in a sense, I think. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't think that anyone is prepared on the Republican side for what tomorrow looks like, let alone today. That's right. So the most important thing that we can do is help each other. And we're going to have to take this, um, one miserable shitty day at a time. Yeah. And the way to get through that is that you when your friends like, do you want to come to my house and eat my brisket <laughs> and meet like bond with my children and spend some quality time with my wife <laughs> and um watch me blow up a bunch of stuff in my backyard, you're like, Yeah, I should probably totally do that. Yeah, that that's like it's idea. very similar to when uh, you know, if a demon asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> Everybody knows that. It's basics. Basic stuff. Ray didn't know that, but everybody else knows that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let, let's get into the show. Um, I will just say, and I think Rachel had a couple of comments. Um, it was a very, it was exciting. It was enthralling. It, there was the energy was great. Uh, so we're very hyped up. Some of the people are very hyped up, uh, and I think you know. So there may be some hyperbole, some hyperbolic well, I slips. Think I said, yeah, I started. I started. This is. I went to protest in St. Louis. No, I. I've been to a lot of protests in my life, and they right. are of ranging sizes. But I think, um, the I. This feels to me like the, um, social the protest during twenty twenty. Yeah, there is at this time it's differentness, which is one of the reasons that this happened. Right, is because they know it's different too. I was at a protest here, same place. Yeah, uh, during uh, in twenty twenty, right after George Floyd was murdered, and. I would say the crowd was, I mean, the crowd was probably double the size of the one today, but it was also like that issue. Well, this is also a holiday weekend. This is a holiday weekend. So That's they, true. So, and um, on that note, I want to say too, for people who live in uh, metros, if you live in a major metro, 
don't snooze on the rural towns That's right. around you. They need, if you know, and you can get there, if you know when it is, and if you can get there, if it's not too long of a drive, you can take off work, whatever it is. Um, and I don't just mean Jeff City. I mean, there are mm-hmm. communities all over Missouri and Ohio and Indiana and Tennessee and Rolla had a pride event this year. Yeah. Phelps County, Missouri. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's wild. You should go. They need people in the streets with them just as much as they do anywhere else. And, and that, consider- that's why it was so cool to have Jess Piper there today. I mean, she obviously, you know, she is the Dura Democrat. She's like, you know, one of the, I mean, I'm at least regionally, she's got to be one of the most well-known. Oh, I think know. I would argue that, that Jess Piper is the most well-known dirt road Democrat in Missouri right now, for yeah, sure. hundred percent. For 100%. sure. And like her being there, there were people that we talk, talk about the shows of, like there were people like looking at their phones and checking their TikTok to make sure that was her. Right. And it was like, Oh, like this is. A and that's big how deal. you build. And that's how you build movements. Yeah, exactly. That's how you build movements. Well, let's uh, let's get to it. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. This too. is great. We're gonna have a great time. Uh, by the time you guys hear this, we will be uh, recovering from uh, a pretty epic day. And I yeah. hope you guys have an epic day too. I hope you have fun. And we'll dig in. We'll do what we got to do. All right, we're here for a special Heartland Pod. We're doing it live from the courthouse lawn in Warrensburg, Missouri. Uh, Rachel is here with me. Hello. Rachel Parker herself. Uh, this is Adam Summer, and we're here because there's a, there's a rally here today. What do you think, Rachel? Well, I think, you know, first of all, I just want to thank you for telling me about this because yeah. there's so much going on right now. There's a million of these. And happening. it's hard to keep track of. That's one of the things that I think is so important about what we talk about right. when we talk about changing the conversation there aren't just liberals and progressives in St. Louis and Kansas City and Columbia. Um, Warrensburg is central western Missouri. Yes. Um, Most people think it's just a little dot off of Highway 70. Um, And certainly on a map, that's what it looks like. But there's, I mean, I'd say there's there's definitely more people here than were at our live pod event. Yeah, and it's not even time for it to start. It's, like, yeah, so it's we're, there's right still people. The time it's supposed to there's start. still people trickling in. Um, we were as folks were setting up, and we were setting up our equipment. Someone drove by, honked, and I thought, "Oh boy, here we go!" Right, and yelled, "Impeach Clarence Thomas!" as loud right. as he could, and stopped in the middle of the street to yell that over and over and over and over and over again. So, um, I think that's important to remember that one of the things that we have to do as we start to energize this movement in a post-row. Missouri and a post row Heartland Midwestern area is connect these dots between the stakeholders and places like um, everything in between Kansas City and St. Louis right. and Springfield and uh, you know North Northern Missouri like absolutely. all of those places need to be connected between people like us yes absolutely because we are not alone and I see Mr. James himself coming up here yeah, we, looks like everybody here right now is already registered but Good. So tell, give him the microphone there, oh, real okay. quick. So yeah, I was saying that. Tell us, tell us who you are for the. Oh, for the I'm show. A, I'm Raymond James. I'm the uh, chair of the Johnson County Democratic Party, um, which is not as impressive as you might think, but it's okay. Uh, we'll it's be It's labor there. of love. Um, but anyway, I was saying that you you carry your voter registration. Uh, applications with you because you never know right. when you're going to run into somebody. But there's also the, um, you know, you can direct them to the Secretary of State's 
website. Yeah. And there's many um, folks that are smarter than I am with computers. They've got a, a little funny looking square with little ink dot stuff. And you do something with your cell phone and you uh, it takes you right there to that page. Yeah, but a QR can, code. Yeah. 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 Thank you for telling me what that is. Absolutely. As, as, you, as you can see, I, I kind of know the word internet and that's about it. <laughs> but anyway, there, you can you can register online. The important thing about registration that I think some people forget is, you know, they just change apartments within the same apartment complex. Right. You still have to change it. And you that you change your address. You got to re-register. That's right. You'll be okay for a year or so, but if you don't change that, you'll get dropped. So absolutely can't stress it enough. Every time you change your snail mail, even if you don't get anything from yeah. the post office change your registration so absolutely that, that you stay and then of course if you was going to the poll every time it's not every four years it's every year there's some kind of election somewhere right that you need to be participating in tell people what you want and uh, make it make your voices heard absolutely so thanks for being here today i appreciate it yeah yeah, yeah we're really gonna get, do get the word out gonna I'm gonna let so that was Raymond James, chair of the Democratic Party for Johnson County. And now standing in front of me is Jessica Piper herself and Rachel. And if you listen to the show and you follow us on Twitter or social, you've seen Rachel before because Rachel is the person who is sitting on the sidewalk by herself and is really the reason most of us are here today, I think, why this is able to come together so much. So, Rachel, tell us tell us about yourself and, like, tell us about that day. Um, basically, I was um, in the same boat a lot of us were in where I woke up one day and the draft had leaked, right. uh, talking about potentially overturning Roe v. Wade, and here we are in that reality. Right. Um, but that day, I uh, grew up here uh, a lot of the, <laughs> for most of my life, and um, I just feel like there isn't the same level of representation uh, that there needs to be. And uh, I don't feel like it accurately reflects um, where a lot of the people in this town sit on this issue. I'm turning my microphone over to Jessica Piper to, to talk. So, Well, I was so impressed with you. Um, Adam sent me the picture and I said, oh my gosh, can I use this picture? <laughs> this girl is the embodiment of, of bravery, of everything we need in this state. And uh, he said, yeah, go for it. So I don't know if you know, but I used you on social media. I, I put a TikTok on there. Yes, I did went, see. Got about 20,000 likes, so it was okay on TikTok. And I think everyone really realized what it means to be from a small town and how much bravery that took. So I would love for you to talk more about that. Was What happened that day? Did anybody say anything to you? Can you tell us more about it? Um. I, I wasn't out here for too long. I end up having to do these things between shifts sometimes. <laughs> um, I'm a server here in town. Okay. Um, but um, basically, I woke up, and I was just kind of overwhelmed with this sense of um, a lack of agency mm -hmm. when it comes to these things. Uh, we don't have a lot of community building in this town, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of community in order to seek that type of support when mm -hmm. you feel that way. Yeah. And I just wanted... To see something yeah. in this town. And so I woke up and uh, the paint was still wet on the <laughs> sign by the time I got out here, actually. But um, no, I just drove to Dollar Tree, grabbed a sign, um, said I, what I feel is a fact and what is a fact is that abortion is health care. 
and um, it should not be a controversial statement. Exactly. The same way I feel it shouldn't be political. It's about our bodies, right? And 50% of us in this state lost our body um, autonomy. And so I'm so impressed with you. You're so young and standing up and you are building community and you can look around you right now and see what happens when people like you show up. Um, and, And that's what it's all about, right? Adam, just showing up and giving a shit, right? Right. And and she did that. I'm very impressed. Thank you. Yeah, and that was you know that's why I stopped right because I saw you and I went, hey, it's, it was picturesque right because of the flags over. The flags was a nice touch. Right. <laughs> when it came to uh, the statement. But just the courage to do it because it's one thing to be here today, right? And we're seeing people are figuring out that Jessica Piper is here and they're looking at her TikTok to confirm that she's here. Uh, so that's what it's like to be with a celebrity. Um, so, <laughs> but you know. Being here with all these people, right? My kids are here. My son's sitting right next to us, right? We're all here now, and you made us all look at it and go, well, we should be out there, right? We should be out there. It shouldn't be alone. Rachel shouldn't be there alone. And the 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 second time, right, the second picture uh, when you were back out and I stopped, I, we had a, it was an interesting interaction because you and I talked a lot more that time. And then uh, one person drove by and was like, yeah, you know, give it us encouragement, right? And then the next person that stopped, it was really interesting because, like, I was just a guy in a suit standing there, like, mm-hmm. kind of almost standing over you a little bit because we were talking. And a guy stopped and was like, are you okay? Do you need help? Right. Right? Which was great. I was like, and it took me a second because I, like, started to respond. And I was like, he, this guy does not need me to respond. Like, he, like he doesn't care what I have to say. But I was encouraged by, like, that was the response that we were getting, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. I that day actually shortly after you left, I sat and had a conversation with a man for about an hour. Wow. Uh, a man who's been traveling around the United States and just kind of ended up in Warrensburg, Missouri, which is uh, more common than you think. Right. Um, and we actually had a really excellent conversation about uh, meeting in the middle a little bit about this issue. Um, he came from a different perspective where he just didn't know a lot. Right. But um, wonderful conversation. It um, feels like that's what. Like the catalyst of you know Roe being overturned mm-hmm. is turning into an educational opportunity mm-hmm. for a lot of people right now. A lot of people simply don't have the exposure. Right. Um, I mean, I can tell you a year and a half ago, if you had asked me my thoughts on abortion, I would have given you the it should be safe and legal, but I think it's a bad thing. I did not know. Mm-hmm. Right. I couldn't have told you what a DNC actually was. Right? right. I couldn't have told you that that's an abortive procedure. I couldn't have told mm-hmm. you all of those things. Now I can. And the more I, I know about it. The more I realize, I'm like, oh, no, I'm absolutely pro-abortion, right? Right. Like, as a medical procedure, Mm -hmm. I just didn't understand it in that way. Mm -hmm. And it's helped, you know, I I was there before the Dobbs case, but, like, it it has really, I think, helped a lot of people see exactly that type of thing. And regardless of the the need or all of these special circumstances that people bring up, you know, as exceptions to this kind of, like, moral issue that they bring into it, the fact is that it simply is your choice. Right. It is your body. Well, and you need the not inherent explain. inherent nature of morality, right, is it's right. yours, not mine. Right. Like, our morals don't have to be the same. Right. For us to coexist. Right. So. And well, this. Thank you for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you for getting us started on this. I'll let you get of back course. to doing what we're here to do. Thank you very much. Very That's nice Rachel, everybody. Not the Rachel you're used to hearing. The other <laughs> Rachel. And there's people celebrating. Awesome. <laughs> right, we're back. It's uh, Rachel Parker's back with me. This crowd is growing. Yeah, this is, I've been to protests, and well, I should say this is really a, I said that we could call this a protest. This is a, I've seen smaller protests in St. Louis over much bigger issues than this. 
Yeah, I mean, you guys can hear it probably on the mics at this point. This is a decent enough crowd to make some sound, making some serious sound. Yeah, I think um, I was just talking to Rachel again, and I've been speaking to some other people. Yeah, yeah people are coming cookie. to get cookies. Somebody brought some cookies. People are grabbing them. It's awesome. <laughs> and I'm going to read a sign that says Joe Manchin. Okay, let me see what it says. <laughs> Do you want to read it? Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. It says, Joe Manchin, your mother grew a pair for you to use. Abolish the filibuster. Ooh. That's pretty great. And the other sign says, Governor Parson, our blood is on your hands. Is that your sign? So you give her, what's your name? Uh, my name is Heather Worsen. Well, Heather, thanks for being here today. Yeah, no, happy to be here. Glad to see so many people are out here yeah. today. So, this is yeah, very awesome. good. Where are you from? I live here in Warrensburg. Not from here originally, but... Live here now. No, we we did another march not too long ago. Um, not as many people, but still not enough people. But but it's a start, right? It's a start. It's so a start. Well, we know there'll probably be more. Yes, there will be more definitely, and there's a ton this weekend. There's a ton on Fourth of July um, in the Kansas City area. Huge one down at um, Mill Creek Park. Well, make sure to find us on Twitter and tweet us Absolutely. when you're. We'd love to see the pictures I'll, from I'll Kansas City. Yeah, definitely, I'll definitely share it. With awesome! You. Thank you awesome. so much. Thank you. I mean, there's. It's really cool too seeing the cross section that's here. Like, yeah, this is this is what we mean by intersectional. Right. Did you expect to come to my rural town in West Central Missouri and be at a heavily intersectional abortion rally? I mean, at, at this point in my life, the answer to that is yes, because I, I'm, um, I've, I've lived in a lot of places, and the places that people think of as being kind of the intersectional places are not as intersectional as you think they right, are. Right, right. And the places that you think of as being sort of majority something are far more intersectional than people assume. So I'm not personally surprised, but I think a lot of people would genuinely be surprised. And I've got to imagine this is a little suppressed by the fact that it's rained all, all morning, morning. Yeah. And it just stopped. It just like, stopped. In, just in time for this group to be here. And I, I think, too, that when, one of the things that I want to comment on is that I've done, you know, similarly sized rallies, again, in St. Louis uh, and have been harassed um, and in places right. where you wouldn't think that would happen. Right. Um, like downtown St. Louis. Right. And, um, and it's early enough. We may still see some pushback here, but everything's yeah, but, been supportive but people, so far. People that have driven by, there haven't been that many cars, um, but the people that have driven by have all been um, certainly like on the, I would say, right. either indifferent or pro-abortion side. We right. haven't, I haven't heard anybody, uh, you know, certainly there's not any counter-protesters right. um, here, which uh, I think that alone says a lot. It's interesting, too, because this was reasonably publicized yeah like this, this was not a secret and the fact there's no counter protest is interesting i do think that's interesting and i do think it's because the i do feel like there we've talked about this before in the pod that i do feel like we're kind of in like this do, the dog caught the car moment right and the dog in this in our state uh is named eric schmidt right and i think it's just occurring to him that he is not sure how he's going to enforce this law right it the, the law right. gives him very broad discretion to prosecute doctors, to prosecute patients, to prosecute providers, to prosecute the friends of people that provide access to their right. friends to those facilitators right. of healthcare, um, and there has not been yet a concise statement outside of Twitter. Right. Governor Parson tweeted, "I'm not going to do any of that stuff," and right. we're like, "Dude, forgive us for not trusting you." But a tweet <laughs> is is that binding in court? Right. Like, 
and it did was from his official account and uh eric schmidt has also not said anything conclusive about how he plans on and he could he could at any point so i think that's perhaps one of the reasons that the other side the other side is sort of uh, maybe it at least right now, I, feel, I think they feel like they've kind of done their work, like their work is sort of done here. They're right. Here they go. There goes the crowd. Pretty good. Pretty good. But I'll, I'll say, too, since we're um, – we didn't have a chance to jump on that. We were going to try to maybe jump on the mic a little bit this week just to talk about some of the reactions from right. uh, Missouri state legislatures and uh, or legislators, I should say. And people that you would think would be crowing about it have been very proud of themselves. Yes. And then indignant and apoplectic when we have the audacity to ask for clarification That's about right. how they're going to punish rape victims, about whether right. or not hospital systems were overreacting by saying we're no longer going to provide Plan B concep- contraception to women who are sexually assaulted. Right. Within 48 hours. Right. Like, and like when was Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Coleman who basically was like, Ugh, right. you guys, right. like whatever, of course they can provide Plan B. And we're all like, well, we don't. We, nobody knows. The law it, it is so unclear. Poorly it is written vague. and so broad. And if you're providing legal counsel to these hospitals, a if you're St. Luke's, right, you're already probably predisposed to go that direction. But if you're providing Correct. legal representation, you have to give them, you know, here's what I know, here's what's for sure, and here's what I don't know. And what I don't know is what can you actually be prosecuted for That's because right. it's so That's vague. Right. And so if you're talking about risk, you know, management the risk management right now is to do nothing but can you imagine if you were i don't know that this happened necessarily i'm just being completely theoretical but there could have been people who were um being examined at post a post sexual trauma right at a st luke's hospital in can the kansas city area yeah during the time that they said we're not going to provide emergency contraception that's right and you could have been sitting in an exam room after having just had something that most people would never it's basically your worst nightmare right and being told, like, we're not sure that we can provide this treatment for you. Can you sit tight while we talk to the lawyers? And that, that's the part of this that I think gets lost is, like, it's really easy to to go, you know, oh, now that abortion is illegal, nobody can kill babies, right? That's the, the argument against abortion is baby, so. killer, baby killer, baby killer, baby killer, baby killer. But those people never talk about the nuance parts of this. I mean, it's just insane. Now we've got Jess Piper leading the crowd. Just a reminder, in 2020, this county voted about 65% for Donald Trump. And there is not an insignificant amount of people here. There, Since we started, I'd say the crowd has tripled. Yeah. Um, and again, like I'm someone who's been to protest marches and rallies in the city of St. Louis, and there have been smaller turnouts for bigger issues than this. Absolutely. For sure. All right. We're back. Uh, we're still at the rally, and I have the organizer here. What's your name? Hello, my name is Kennedy Keel. Kennedy, you put this together. What? Uh, what's your goal here? What are you trying to do? I am trying to make sure the voices of everyone that is against the overturning of Roe v. Wade in my area are heard, and hopefully some change comes about soon. How do you feel about the turnout? 
I think it's a pretty good turnout, especially considering the weather difficulties right. and the fact that it is the 4th of July weekend. Right. Looks like I've got about 100 folks or so. It's not bad. I am also hoping to organize another protest in the near future so that those who were not able to be here today can be here the next one and we can also keep pushing this point so that the people who make these laws get to hear that we are totally against the overturning of Roe v. Wade. How do you feel being here in a, you know, this is a fairly rural area, fairly red area, how do you feel being out and about and doing this stuff? Do you feel any safety issues? Do you feel like, how does that, does that ever weigh on you? So this is actually the first uh, protest I've organized. I. I come from Sedalia, so I'd say it's only slightly bigger than here, and I feel pretty safe here, um, had the support of the police department yeah. of uh, making sure we are protected today, and it doesn't look like we have any counter-protests showing up today, right. so it's looking pretty good for us. Yeah, I noticed, you know, we had police go by, but we don't have a presence. There's not a big uh, thing. It's most, been mostly supportive today. Yes. Um, I know that a lot of the police department said that they would be vi busy since it is the 4th of July weekend. Right. But if we did need anything, that they would be able to come as soon as we called and that they are here to protect us. So hopefully that we don't need that and we will have a safe protest today. Yeah. Well, Kennedy, thanks for putting it together. Thanks for joining me over here on the pod for a minute. Thank you. Well, this has been this has been good. What do you What is your observation, Rachel? Really good signs. Really good signs. I'll post we we'll, we have a bunch of really great stuff. We'll, I don't want to uh I don't want to I don't want to put any spoilers but some really good signs. Um really good vibes like I feel like more that there's more solidarity out yeah. here. I just saw a headline. I'm, I'm a little bit choked up. Ellie just showed me a headline that said that a 10 year old girl had to seek an abortion outside of Ohio. Wow. And I don't, I don't, I've, I've said this privately and I've, I've hinted in when I've been rage tweeting lately about how one of the things that this country is not prepared for right. are, is that is the, the, the headlines that are going to follow. And she had to go to Indiana to seek abortion care. And the wow. doctor that gave her a 10 year old, child an abortion right. a 10 year old child an abortion um basically stated to the press officially that he's not entirely sure how much longer he's going to be able to even provide the procedure in indiana which means wow. that the next headlines that are coming are going to be far more traumatic right. and my i guess the comfort that i can leave here today with is that you know it's one thing when you see movements happen in new york city and even that kind of tri-state area right. Or, you know, anywhere on the West Coast. Right. It's expected. Right. Um, and the state is fully prepared to ignore those movements or even put them down. Right. They're ex they expect to see those movements coming from places, especially like St. Louis. Right. Due to its, you know, recent, more recent 10-year history or so. Right. Since Michael Brown. No one can put down a movement that is as big as they, they don't understand how large this movement is going to be. I think that's right. And the 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 I was just having a conversation with um, some of the locals here talking about the relationships between law enforcement locally here in Warrensburg. Yeah. And that, you know, if, if I had to put my if I had to pick right now, I would way rather deal with law enforcement from Warrensburg, Missouri, than I would St. <laughs> Louis, Missouri. Yeah. And it's because these are real communities. These right. people have relationships with each other. That's right. 
So I don't know how it's really going to go down where if you're the Attorney General of Missouri that you're going to issue a warrant for a 10-year-old child to be arrested right. in Warrensburg, Missouri. Someone's right. going to have to serve that warrant. That's right. I don't think they understand what the consequences of that are going to be. And you can't, I mean, I, I hope people can hear how loud this is. This is a much bigger, it's the crowd's grown it more. It has grown, yeah. Since we were, we were off the mic for maybe the better part of an hour, I guess, yeah. probably. And since that time, the crowd's gotten even bigger. And I I don't think that this is something that people are prepared in on the on the Eric Schmidt side of things and the Mike Parson side of things and the Clarence Thomas side of things and the um, all of the various groups in uh, all the various groups in Kansas that are certainly doing everything they can to make abortion illegal there. Right. The groups in Indiana that have done everything they can to make abortion illegal there. Right. I don't think they're ready to respond to these people. Right. They don't have an answer for them. And there's and a they, lot of them. There's a lot of them, and I don't think they're quite ready for... I, they're not ready to have these conversations. They're right. not ready to clarify their laws. Right. They're not ready to clarify these nuanced things about, like, children get raped. Right. What are you going are you to do, do about that? Yeah. Um, so now are, are we going to start talking about carve-out legislation? Right. Are we going to start talking about the exceptions to the exceptions to the exceptions to the exceptions? Right. Um, are you going to turn that into a campaign platform, Eric Schmidt? Right. What the, What are you going to fucking say to all these people now? Right. And the answer is, I don't know. I think you're right. I think you're right. And it's you know, it strikes me looking around this group. I see, I see a cowboy hat. Right. I see all different ages. I see people who look completely different from one another. You know, and we're in a downtown of a fairly rural area, outside of a city. And right. it's it's ra- like it's racially diverse. There's a lot of age diversity. Yes. Um, there's a lot of gender diversity. There's a lot, I would say, kind of lifestyle diversity. I yeah. see a lot of folks with like a lot of tattoos, and I see a lot of folks that probably will never get a tattoo in their entire <laughs> right. life. Like, exactly. So if this is happening here today, and I, I was just talking to people who are more familiar with activism on this side of the state than mine, that is that uh, there are protests that are going to be happening all over Kansas all City over, tomorrow yeah. and all uh, throughout the rest of the weekend. Um, so... There, there, this isn't going to stop. Right. This is not, you can't wholesale take away uh, something as fundamental of a right as a healthcare procedure right. to several generations worth of people right. who have been raised with the expectation they could get it whenever they wanted right. in a safe and legal way. Yeah. Absolutely. People are bringing reinforcements. There's bottled water and stuff. This is this is great. Well, we'll wrap. I'm sure up it's the, not going to be the last. No, we'll wrap up the live audio from this today, and uh, this is fun. Yeah, it is fun. This Happy is Fourth, stuff. everybody. Happy Fourth. The Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com, online with heartlandpod.com, subscribe, and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show.